can we talk about cyber alertness? I mean, how cyber alert are you? And what do you do to make sure that you protect yourself from cyber crimes, getting hacked, people hacking onto your devices or your internet banking or anything that is digital or online that you're using? Because that is the reality. And cybersecurity remains a threat in the country. And uh, our government really needs to beef up our National Cyber Command in order to protect ourselves against a host of threats uh, in the cyber world. And it's become quite a global uh, thing as well. Mm. It's not just the corporates and the companies. It's also you and I. And how do we make sure that we um, really become more alert uh, in terms of just the realities of uh, cyber crimes? I mean, South Africa came out sixth in the world in terms of the prevalence of cybercrime. Sure. So what we need to do is really start acting. Brian Pinnock joins us now on the line, cybersecurity expert from Mimecast. Good morning, Brian, and thank you for your time. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Well, we are all right. Uh, hundreds and thousands of passwords. Uh, we hope we are safe, <laughs> but these days you never know. Can we start with um, these threats that are being referred to? I mean, what sort of threats do world governments generally face and how do they go about protecting themselves against cybercrimes? Yeah, so I'd say it's primarily ransomware. Um, but you see things like attacks on critical infrastructure, uh, things like electricity, water, ports, harbors, you know, municipal infrastructure, those sorts of things. I mean, good examples of, of those were the attacks we saw on Transnet and the Justice Department mm. uh, not that long ago. Mm, mm. And those are mostly done by um, cyber criminal actors, although they could, you know, it's very, very hard to actually ascertain what the source is. That could easily also have been a nation-state or nation-state-sponsored actor with some sort of an agenda. Uh, not too sure. But generally, when they're just trying to deny service or wipe information or something, it's generally a, 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 a sort of government-sponsored type actor, state-sponsored actor. When they're after money, it's generally a criminal. Mm. Um, mm. You know, mm. so you know, if you think about it, nation-states are either trying to extract information. There's a huge campaign by a number of governments across the world. It's not restricted to just one, where they're trying to get hold of things like proprietary information, industrial blueprints, those sorts of things. But the other thing they're trying to do, which impacts you and I, is they're trying to inject misinformation, usually to try and impact local political situations, elections, those kind of things. You typically pick that up in things like social media campaigns and those kind of things. Mm, mm, mm. So from a South African point of view, I mean, uh, you know, this report mentions that, you know, we're quite high up ranked in terms of the prevalence of cyber crimes. What are these cyber crimes that are just all over here in South Africa? So, we, again, we're primarily seeing things like ransomware. I mean, what I found fascinating is we've mm. actually just brought out a piece of research. Mine casted our state of um, uh, email security report, and we also did our state of threat intelligence report. And we actually found that um, South Africa actually picks up 25% of global attacks being targeted at South Africa. Now, when you think about it, I mean, we're obviously an important uh, economy in the African continent, mm. but in the world continent. So there's clearly something here that they like. And I think what they like is the fact that we're relatively unprepared, hmm. but we have relatively sophisticated um, telecommunications and digital infrastructure here. My gosh, Brian, I mean, you're talking about 25%. I think it's important for us to also just ask you, in terms of end users, uh, often don't know how to manage being hacked, right? Accessing the services of organizations or just personal. How, how should we be training people on how to use the internet? How, how much training do we need? And how often should we be trained to be able to protect ourselves from hackers? So what we've actually found with companies, and this is the problem, a lot of companies have actually got very good systems like Mimecast, which can actually allow them to train their users, but there's very little that's out there easily accessible by 
the typical person in the street. Mm. So really what, you know, what we found is if you have very, very regular uh, user awareness type training, you know, not something that happens once a year, mm. but something that happens on a regular basis, usually using humor, lasts a few minutes, like three to five minutes, you know, it just keeps you up to date and keeps it top of mind. We found that actually more than doubles the effectiveness of the, we call it the human firewall, you know, the, the people being, as far as, as far as you and I are concerned, though, you've really just got to practice good cyber hygiene. You know, mm. use something... Yeah like a reputable antivirus software, and make sure all your devices, whether it's your laptop, whether it's your phone, whether it's your, your tablet, are all up to date with the latest software because those have the security updates built in. Mm. And then this is a difficult one because people tell us don't click on links, but links are designed to be clicked on. Don't open attachments. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. When, when my mom sends me an attachment, but I open it much now, you know. So this, this is a problem. But, you know, so if you're not sure who sent it to you, then definitely practice some healthy skepticism. Um, if something looks too good to be true, like that uh, lotto thing that you just mentioned, which is uh, an insert before they came in, and I didn't actually, have, you know, pay any money, I didn't buy a ticket. I probably haven't won. Um, but really, yeah, you, you know, there are some sites you can go to if you're concerned. If you see a, a thing, rather than opening an attachment, you can go to a site called Virus Total. Sure. Um, that's probably, there's many of them. I'll just leave you with that one because it's, it's sort of very common and it's, it's run by sort of an industry consortium. Yeah. And there you can actually paste a link or an attachment in there, and it's not foolproof but it is a very good way of just checking and seeing is that possibly okay yeah that's a good one brian uh we'll we'll remember that virus total um if you want to just verify links there brian pinnock is a cyber security expert on mimecast really just uh heightening our senses in terms of being aware and uh having good cyber hygiene Mm. which is really what we're talking about i mean how uh cyber alert are you and how do you make sure that you are well protected on your devices on your phone your laptops um and any other online platform that you're on where you've got personal information on what are the things you do to make sure that nobody can really jump in and hack you send us your voice note 060-552-7303 I don't know why but Mo you strike me as a person that always saves your passwords or somewhere in a file on your phone you strike me as that person no, no, please I'm not. don't do that actually um, from a cyber alertness point of view yeah. I do not save my passwords on any of my devices so how do you memorize all of them they're all in my head you're lying they're all the same password no they're all in my head so okay. if you want my password okay. you're going to have to unscrew my <laughs> my head and, and get inside yeah <laughs>